This program was produced by Knowledge at Wharton High School. For more information, visit kwhs.wharton.upenn.edu. Shiv, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Why are values important in leadership, Shiv? And uh, why is it important to nurture them at a young age among high school students? Well, one looks at the world today, uh, Mukul. One looks at problems all over the world that are confronting the next 20 years of our life, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, whether it's climate change, whether it's uh, integration of global economies, whether it's migration, uh, all kinds of issues. And if the next generation of leaders that are today at schools do not have the values to think globally, to think about us all uh, being in the same boat together and about a perspective that is about all of us winning together and solving the world's problems, I think that uh, the world faces very, very serious challenges ahead. And therefore, I think it's very important to focus on values and leadership at a young age because that's where I think the values that are instilled and the leadership traits that are developing can start to synergize and start to be developed to create and to bring out the quality and capacity of leadership that is needed to deal with the problems ahead. Right. I, I think that's that's absolutely right. And uh, uh, I, I think that most people would agree wholeheartedly with everything you said. In practice, I think the, the challenges that sometimes come up is that even though young people at a, at a theoretical or at an emotional level may accept the need for values, they're often confronted with real situations that make it hard for them to act in those kinds of ways. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you in your years in business have faced that present such challenges and how can students deal with them? Well, I think in business or in life in general, one is confronted with moral choices as one goes along and one has to look back into one's own value system and one's own foundations and roots and think about what one is comfortable with and what one is not comfortable with doing. And uh, making those choices means that one uh, makes sacrifices. One doesn't always get the things that one may want in certain ways, but uh, one doesn't compromise one's spiritual foundations, one values, one's values and one's core integrity and authenticity. Uh, of course, as a businessman, I faced many such challenges, but I'm very grateful that uh, whatever values uh, I have considered to be important, I have always tried to live by those values. And those values have helped me navigate uh, often very difficult situations uh, with wisdom. I think it's very important for young people to understand the theory, but it's not just about the theory. It's actually about the practice. But by alerting them to the issues about the practice early on in life, then the little things they do will all be beacons guiding them and helping them build the strength to be able to deal with the real world out there as they confront more and more challenging issues through their life. You're thinking back to your own high school years, what were some of the principles uh, that laid the foundations of your own leadership style and the values that you just talked about? And what are the values that you've tried to live by? Well, I left India 
a boarding school when I was very young, ended up at a British boarding school called Eton when I was 13, spent five years there. In my first year there, I faced uh, quite a difficult time being from a different culture and being uh, someone that was not used to a boarding school system. And honestly, one of the things that helped me a lot at that time was reading Gandhi's autobiography, the story of my experiments with truth, where he had to deal with racism and he had to deal, uh, he had to search deep within himself for the reserves of tolerance uh, to be able to deal with that racism. And I, in my own small way, did the same thing and looked upon some of the bullying and other things I faced at that age with uh, as much strength and tolerance as I could muster at that age. And I learned that actually behind that veil of ignorance, which is really what many of these things are, lies a human being. And if one can penetrate through to that human being, then actually you are sharing a common platform. And that common platform is one based on uh, trust and friendship and many other things. So some of the people that bullied me became very good friends of mine. And I think the, w some of the things I learned in terms of my early years at school were that leadership is very important at a school like Eton, where now I think 22 or 23 prime ministers, including the current prime minister of England, uh, you know, came from Eton. I think there's a continual focus on leadership. You are judged not just by your academics or your performance on the sports field, but by your ability to lead, whether it's a team, whether it's a class discussion, whether it's anything else. And that left a very strong impact on me because the importance of leadership is often de-emphasized. And I think leadership is important, but at the end of the day, we've had leaders like Stalin and we've had leaders like Gandhi. And the question is, what has differentiated them? And I think the values with which they led has differentiated them. And so if we can sensitize young people today at schools to the different styles of leadership, the different responsibilities and roles of leadership, and to the tools of leadership, I think that hopefully some of these young leaders will go on to be able to lead uh, and confront and resolve the challenges that we have on the planet looking forward. Young people learn best through examples. and You, you have certainly done business in uh, places all over the world, including places like Russia, which sometimes resembles uh, sort of the Wild West, as, as people say, uh, <clears throat> in terms of the way business is carried out. Uh, could you, from your own experience, give an example of an ethical dilemma you may have faced and how you resolved it as a way of teaching young uh, high school students how to deal with these challenges? Well, the first thing I would say is that living in Russia for the last 20 years uh, was, uh, you know, often very challenging. But after five years at an English boarding school, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> uh, in terms of specific ethical dilemmas, you know, one has faced many as one has gone through doing business. And the general comment I would make is, that if one is willing to be a little bit patient, if, if one is willing to accept potentially lower rewards uh, by sticking to one's values, and if one is able to spend the time developing the relationships 
And if one is persistent enough in trying to convince people that what one is doing is value additive to their economy and to their region or to their company, I think that one can often make huge strides even in places where one assumes everything has to be done in a way that one compromises one's values. Of course, uh, it's difficult. It's um, not always uh, rewarding. One often finds roadblocks and one has to, at the end of the day, make the decisions that allow one to sleep at night. And that's very important, at least in my life. The other thing I would say is that shining a light, bringing transparency to things often makes those things dissolve. An example is some uh, people, uh, in order to give us a license to perform something, uh, asked for uh, us to compensate them. And they were government officials and we decided we didn't want to do that. And by just shining a light on that process, by uh, making it more public, by getting a broader group of actors into the decision and by explaining why what we were doing was good for our investments, uh, the demand from these people actually melted away because they realized that they, it was not defensible. And I think that has been a core uh, methodology for us of trying to bring, shine a light on something, bring enough transparency, create enough uh, of a sense that enough people understand why it's important. And then the people that are trying to effectively extract an economic rent out of that particular situation often realize that it's a battle not worth fighting. That, that's a great example. Just one last question, Shev, and that is, uh, what advice would you give to high school students who want to nurture the principles of value-based leadership within themselves? Well, I would say that uh, the greatest thing one can do is to actually develop uh, the and nurture the values that one has and believes in, of which I believe contribution is a critical value and not just thinking about one's own career and one's own uh, sort of microcosm of life, but contributing to a broader world uh, situation and then having the tools and the leadership to go along with that so one can actually make a difference and it's all about practice it's all about emulation it's all about role models it's all about looking at other people that one admires and respects and trying to see what did they do right what can I learn from their life that I can then put into practice in my life and at the end of the day practice is what it's about and so I think if one wants to contribute to society, start contributing early. And it doesn't matter if you're contributing in a small way at the moment. And it's not just about financial contribution, but it's about contributing one's time, one's energy, one's effort, one's intellect, one's spirit. And if one does that time and time again, that capacity to contribute grows. And the same with leadership. As one leads, the capacity to lead grows. And if one can combine those two things, then uh, as the world, you know, the world will benefit greatly from leaders that are able to combine both great leadership qualities as well as uh, great values. Shiv, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Mukul.